Recollections of the old home place remain vivid. And the large rambling house on the crest of a long hill, the lengthy hallways and porches, the two huge peach trees, pink with blossom and heavy laden with luscious, drippy peaches, the alligator pear tree near the corn crib and barn, the stately old black walnut, the fig and the plum with their nectar of the gods' fruit, the self-player piano and its hundred rows of delight, the large dining table next to the kitchen where it seemed natural to say grace, before each meal, the deep well of pure and clear water with its pulley rope and bucket, the sweet taters laying in their pine straw-lined mounds of earth with a little door you could stick your arm in and pull out taters when you were mine to. Seldom mentioned things, a tree sawed down that fell on Grandpa's youngest, washing him to a pup, a broken marriages and daughters and their children returning to a haven of love, earthy things, the outhouse with its Montgomery Ward and Sears Roebuck catalogs that were both useful and entertaining. The song fest, candy pullings, peanut ballings, and square dances, and soap making time out in the backyard. Slipping quietly through briar patches, slingshot poised, tense to a jumping point at the slightest sound or movement, looking for limpid eyed rabbits in their nest, listening to black snakes whistling their mating calls, and going to cut gallberry bushes and broom sage for sweepers storytelling around the fire. About a quarter of a mile to the southeast of where we lived stood a small unpainted house that had love apple vines growing all over the porch. In this house lived an old woman, and her pleasure after chores was to sit on the porch in her rocker and rock and hum, hum and rock. One early afternoon she was rocking away when all at once she sees a great big king snake slither up on the porch and start crawling through the door into the house. She jumps out of her rocker, grabs a brush broom, and chases the snake out of the house and into the yard. She goes back and sits down in her rocker, squirms to a comfortable sit, and starts rocking and humming. Before she could get in high gear, that king snake was back on the porch, headed through the door. Again, she grabs a broom, sweeps him back into the yard, and tries to run him out the gate, but the snake bypasses her and scoots into the house. By this time, her curiosity is aroused, so she decides to let the snake have his way. She follows the snake into the house and watches. The king snake crawls into the bedroom, goes under the bed and into a box that's about half full of quilting scraps. The box begins to bump around on the floor and the old woman hears sounds of thrashing noises 
than quite. Out from under the bed comes this king snake dragging a dead six-foot rattlesnake. The house is remembered, for it was in this house a boy once beat broomstraws on the fiddle strings as the fiddler played over the hills and far away. But what about this old woman? What were her thoughts as she sat on her porch rocking and humming her little songs? What sorrows, what love, and what secrets were hidden in her heart? She has long since departed this life. So has the love apple vine she planted and the house. Even her name is lost, and only a small thread of memory keeps an old woman from disappearing into the silent past, forgotten. The old home place is gone, too. Weeds, cockleburs, and erosion bear witness to its passing. Thank you.